0: Welcome to Getting Real with the Fictitious Dishes, now a video podcast. Although also still available in just audio form, but we are, uh, like the rest of the world, we're doing things over Zoom now. And so you can see our videos on on the, the YouTube. Uh, my name is Liz. I play the guitar in the Fictitious Dishes.
1: I am joined by... Uh, Maggie. Maggie.
2: Yeah. I play drums. Yeah, she does. And I wear my own band shirt to our own video recording. I'm glad
3: That's cool. And uh, I guess my name is Jackie, uh, and I yeah. play bass guitar.
1: My name is Taryn. I play other guitar, and I sing. And the band shirt I'm wearing to practice is the Dipsy Thunderburst. Oh, cool. It's very soft. I suggest everybody buy one. Nice. The band I, you know, that's
3: one thing like You're I hate kidding. it when, I hate it when bands have like really shitty t-shirts. Like I got a t-shirt from a band that I absolutely love named Ogre. And they should know better, but they use these really scratchy Hanes beefy tees. I've been washing it for two years now. I still can't wear it.
1: Just, you need to take it to rough. the river and beat it with a
0: rock.
3: Yeah, that's what I need to do. I'm no. wearing a
0: t-shirt from Untold Brewing in my I hometown. I thought you were
3: going to l- show your shirt.
0: <laughs> no, just what's on my shirt. Untold Brewing, Scituate, Massachusetts, my hometown. It's actually a very comfortable shirt. They have very good beer, but uh, you can't get it out in the West Coast where we're recording and where most people are listening to this. But.
3: <laughs> and I'm wearing my bathrobe because it's Robe Nation. Yep.
0: Herb nation. Herb nation. Um, we should probably say what the heck this is in case oh, are yeah. first time listeners out there. Um, this is called Getting Real with the Fictitious Dishes. It's a podcast where a band gives you advice. We are a band called The <laughs> Fictitious Dishes, and we uh, find advice uh, on the internet, find, find people in need of advice, and we dispense. We dish it. You would, we dish, dish, it. We dish it, it? it, as it were. Oh my we god, I real, just got it. Even though we're the fictitious <laughs> dishes. Um, if you, though, would this like is, to write in. This is like figurative dishing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, we're doing it real, but our band is fictitious.
3: But we are a real. No, band. we're not fictitious. We're real.
0: <laughs> is a dish part real? that's fictitious? I swear, well, I was going to say, I real? swear none of us are stoned right now, but that's probably no, not true. No, <laughs> I'm not stoned
3: right now.
5: <laughs> wow, good job, <laughs> Maggie.
0: Yeah, are <laughs> other resident stoners? Is anyone stoned? Um, anyway, I yeah, will get um, stoned, but later. But if you would like, to, we, we would love to give advice to real people. It just, uh, the opportunity doesn't present itself very often. But if you would like advice from us, please write in at the fictitious dishes at gmail.com. Um I guess with that, that kind of sums it up. Um Maggie has the first thing. We have a guest. Oh wait, hold on.
2: We have a guest.
3: I need to make my thing bigger.
2: Connecting to audio. Connecting to audio. Aubrey is my friend, and she lives in Boise, and she was in a band with my husband um, a long time ago called Mm -hmm. NFFU, and she posts these amazing, like, acoustic covers that she learns on Facebook, and so since neither time nor space can Limit us anymore in this world.
5: Right.
2: <laughs> Yay. Yay. Hello. We're so alone and yet so together.
5: Audrey, move closer. Move
1: closer. Okay.
3: Oh, much better. Much better.
1: Oh, uh,
0: no, my phone will not let me see her. What? Even if you swipe? If I swipe, I can see her and me. Hi. <laughs> Hi.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but on the main screen, I can only see four people at a time. Oh well. Maybe I can get rid of myself. Can I do
3: that? Audrey, can you tilt down do a little it. bit? Can you tilt your camera down a little bit? Yes. All right. Oh, oh. oh. no. No. <laughs> if not, don't worry about it. I'm just being picky. Good
2: she is.
0: <laughs> I forgot to mention in the intro, this is the perfect time to do it, uh, these, these live recordings that we're going to be doing for the duration of our nationwide emergency. Uh, uh, our talent shows as well. We're going to be performing live and we are going to be bringing on guests, and Aubrey's our first one. So thank you. <laughs>
5: uh,
1: and so, Maggie, I think you have some questions we're going to do first. So maybe Aubrey can weigh in on some yeah. of these if, if she would like.
2: I'm going to read this uh, advice, this request for advice, and then we'll all chime in, and then when we're done talking about this, then Aubrey will do her performance for the talent show.
1: Congrats.
2: So, the first one. Wait.
1: Why don't, we? should
3: we have Audrey, uh, is it Aubrey or Audrey? Aubrey Uh with a B. The B. Can Aubrey, like, you know, introduce herself?
4: Yes. All right. Okay. Um, I'm Aubrey. I'm Rockin' Mama. I live in just outside of Boise, Idaho, and I'm super stoked to play guitar for people who are not my children.
3: All right. <laughs> <That's> okay. All.
2: <laughs> okay. So here's here's this question from Reddit. It's it's a would I be the asshole? It's a hypothetical oh. situation we okay. have to weigh in. So, would I be the asshole for calling the cops on my neighbor's hellbird? For context, I live in a city. It's a residential area. I live in terraced housing. We have two houses right adjacent to us, three more in the back with small backyards. One of the neighbors in the back has decided to put chickens in his backyard about a month ago, not just chickens, but also a rooster, and herein lies the problem. The damn bird is keeping us up at all hours of the night, not just before dawn. So far, me and my mother have been woken up at 2.30 a.m., 4.00 a.m., 6.00 a.m., you name it. Additionally to that, this hellbird just screams half of the day, too. The damn thing escapes and has been out on the other neighbor's roof and then screams right next to our window. It's just getting worse. I don't even know if it's legal to keep chickens here. Uh... You may think I'm an animal hater, but I'm not. I've had everything from gerbils to dogs. I understand animals sometimes make noise. I'm telling you, bird ain't right. Blah, 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 he goes on and on. Would he be the asshole for calling the cops because of this? Has he talked to the neighbor
1: yet? Did I miss something there? No, he he has
2: not talked to the neighbor. neighbor.
1: He doesn't really know them,
2: no.
3: Well, he should get to know them. just cuz uh i think that the first thing he should do is just like knock on I, you said it was like an apartments they live in apartments and they have chickens in their apartments
0: yeah it's said t- terraced housing which i, I don't maybe know what have, that is maybe a little more like townhouses it might be kind of like the way yours is jackie
3: well if i could have chickens i would have chickens but i wouldn't have rooster <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, should, I think they should uh, be her. the asshole if he calls the cops. The answer is you would always be the asshole if you call yeah. the cops before going before... to talk to them. You definitely.
4: Oh, it. Yeah, really.
5: That's only, only assholes general, call the
1: cops. General, if calling the cops is the question, you are always the asshole if you don't, like, grow yourself a backbone and go talk to them like a grown
0: Yeah. If your neighbors are having a loud party, you don't just call the cops. You go over at least once and ask them to quiet down. Or if you can, like, have some beer and join them. Well, yeah, that too. But I mean, yeah. this is like a loud party, except it's a rooster.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Aubrey, what? Do you have anything to add to this?
4: Um, I, you know, I live in Idaho, so from experience, my mom had a rooster, and she fucking took care of the rooster to not be a dick to her neighbors.
3: How'd she do that? How
4: did she do it? She fucking ate it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And, and that's a way the answer. Answer. then And she
4: kept all of the hens for eggs. You know.
3: So. Does rooster taste like chicken? That,
4: <laughs> yeah, it's chicken.
1: So. Because you <laughs> only need the rooster to like. Fertilize the hen one time, right? It's not like people where so you don't need it. You, you guy, don't even need a rooster.
3: She
4: doesn't need fertilized eggs. She just needs eggs from female chickens. Oh, so,
1: so yeah, why have a rooster then? So well, the, I think the what
4: happens chickens is a fucking dickhead and he needs to take care of that.
3: You buy you buy like chicks and you don't yeah. know if they're yeah. male yeah. or female. Totally. And sometimes you get chicks with dicks. Ooh. Yeah. So, <laughs>
4: She had a chicken dinner and there was no more fucking cockadoodle
1: dinner. And so there what's the go. lifespan of a chicken? Like how long does this guy have to wait it out if that's the if that's the game he wants to play? <laughs> Years I think. Years. I don't know yeah. the really answer to that. My
4: mom is a considerate person.
3: <laughs> Let me Google that right now.
1: Yeah, and then like if you're worried about going to talk to someone that you've never spoken to, you could also and I know like letter writing is always a little bit scary on the passive aggressive front but I try like if I I've done it a few times where I've like written letters and I always sign my name put my phone number like try not to be like you're a jerk of a rooster like, just wanted to let right. you know this is a way to have
4: be. to not be a total asshole about you know me. what yeah. that yeah. is
3: There's
1: ways you can do it
3: I have to say, this is, this is what I did with my neighbor. My neighbor got two, has two giant dogs and they are so quiet all the time when they're home. But when they weren't home, the dogs would bark and not just a little bit. They would bark incessantly all day long. They were upset. You could tell they were just running back and forth and barking and running back and forth and just, you could tell they were stressed.
5: Damn it.
3: And so I wrote them a letter. And put it on their door and they took care of it. So
2: how did they take care of it? Did they
5: um, eat their dogs? dogs okay. <laughs> Dog
3: no, they didn't eat their dogs. They um they got some collars that gives them a little spritz of something stinky. And uh and then they got um uh those cameras so they could kind of talk to the dogs when they weren't home.
1: Yeah and holy work owners, like people don't want their dogs to be stressed and upset all i don't think they dogs. they
3: even knew
1: yeah yeah
3: and the so, so yeah and i'm
1: doesn't care about the mental well-being of their rooster i
3: i'm not i'm not confrontational i don't like confrontation i would just i'm so i'd rather do a note it's just yeah. the way i am
1: you have yeah, to I just think your non-passive aggressive note yeah. writing. Put your phone number, put your yes. name. Yes. Like, I put my, my name. I, I put, put You got to put your
0: phone number where I was. You gotta, and you got to be like don't be like a fucking on a message board on Reddit and be like, hey, pull your roosters, blah, 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 you know, and then like don't sign it. Like, no, you've got to be like a grown-up yeah. about it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you gotta talk to this guy first. You're a total asshole if you call the cops before you even try to talk to him
1: And them
2: the first. cops won't do anything. We you know, spend what if the cops be to do the cops time? And just silence
1: that chicken. <laughs> Take him to the slammer? Like, what are they gonna do?
3: <laughs> no. And you know, that's the other thing. It's like Exactly. Even if humane con- animal control came out, there would be nothing to do.
6: Yeah. Although I don't
3: know, they might get a nuisance slap, a nuisance thing on him. I have no idea. Well, or
2: maybe be, they're not allowed to. Or if they, they weren't not allowed for out. chickens, they could fuck up the whole operation. It'd be a code enforcement citation. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those industry terms. Look, she loves them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's salivating at the thought. <clears throat> All right. Well, problem solved. The answer is yes, you would be the asshole. You would be an, an, an asshole. Cops, mm-hmm. so don't do that.
4: Yeah, find a different alternative.
2: <laughs> All right. With that, I would like to introduce the lovely Aubrey and her talent. Okay,
4: sure, I have two songs prepped. Um, one song will be a funny song, and one song will be a cute song. My That's two awesome. favorite genres. <laughs> I have a Dead Milkman song, Um, and then a Panic! at the Disco cover. Please
6: enjoy. It's a Friday night cooking show with a horse meat dish. I had to stay in the freezer that Thursday eve. Talking about how I really had to go to the sidewalk the sky's all red the streets filled with people from a high school band i escaped
4: That's that one. That song's about one of the band members' dreams that he had. Oh. He
2: knows something about dreams. Oh, so
4: that's an old fictitious dishes trick. Right, yep. <laughs> okay, and then the other one I have is Panic at the Disco song, Nine in the Afternoon. I feel like this one is fitting for uh, the coronavirus quarantine because it's about, like, time being weird. And yeah. time has become that's a weird. rather, like mushy concept.
6: <laughs> Back to the street where we began Feeling as good as lovers can, you know It's just the end of the world Picking up things we shouldn't Into a place where thoughts can bloom, into a room where it's nine in the afternoon, and we know that it could be, and we know that it should.
2: It's nine in the afternoon. Yay! That was awesome. Thank you. I did, run,
4: I did run all the way to the top of my stairs and back to get my phone charger like seconds before doing that. So I was super out of breath. So I'm sorry. I was, a little, I was like this <laughs> so like much, much unprepared.
2: <laughs> awesome. So what do we have another question Maggie? We do, and Aubrey, you can stay if you want, or you can go. It's up to you. You. I'll peep you... out, but okay. I will watch the
4: podcast and I'll laugh at myself later. Mwah. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> Thank it was you. Nice Bye. It. it was nice to Bye. Like... Oh. Thanks, Aubrey. Hey,
4: everyone.
2: <laughs> Bye. I think okay. Uh, so the next oh. thing is uh, one that's not so humorous. We'll find a way to laugh at it.
5: Yeah, (laughs) we always
2: do. Kind of sad. So it's called Stepdad Makes Me Uncomfortable. Um, My stepdad is 30 years retired military, has PTSD and a security clearance. I know very little about any of those things because, frankly, I've detested him my whole life. He's very aggressive and a my way or the highway kind of person. Needless to say, our relationship is non-existent. We don't speak ever. I'm 25, very sensitive, and deal with anxiety and depression. His take on my state of mind is that I just need to get over whatever makes me the way I am. Completely disregarding the verbal and physical abuse I was subjected to by his hand as a child and teenager. I've recently been laid off because of COVID and unable to make rent. I've moved into my parents' house, and I have found that I cannot even be around him, quite literally, without feeling tense. I won't even go downstairs and make a meal because of how it makes me feel. Logically, as a human, I need to eat. I can't go on much longer like this. I don't leave my room, and I'm not sure how to approach this situation. Please, only constructive criticism. I truly want to end this in a positive manner, but have yet to come up with a solution on my own. Just looking for guidance.
1: I think this kid needs to quit being such a fucking whiner.
2: (laughs) Ship up or shape out. Send him off to military boarding school. Yeah.
5: Stop being such a pussy.
2: Well, he's 25, so that ship has probably sailed. The military boarding
3: school. Is it it a, a, a guy or a girl? I couldn't tell.
2: I don't know, but I think we're all picking up on the vibe that this is a, a
3: sensitive young man oh really because yeah. i thought it was a, a woman for some reason Could but be. it, it doesn't know. matter either way
1: yeah, Gender it
3: doesn't matter really good. here but but personally for me i think uh you know that person should you know the the requestioner or whatever you want to call them uh
5: here.
3: I, I think that they should should try to like go to some kind of counseling and see how they can deal with it you know how they got to have some tools to deal with this kind of stuff that um you know you can't just you just she just he or she could not just hide in their room and obviously they're not going to be able to change that person that stepfather or whatever so they have to figure out a way to live with it until they don't have to live with it anymore yeah. So if that means going to some kind of counseling, and obviously if they lost their job, they're not going to have, but you know, I'm going to tell you something. I used to go to this meeting, this 12-step meetings called CODA, and it was great because they're they're pretty much free, and you can, uh, and it's all about interpersonal relationships and, and dealing with your interpersonal relationships and trying not to get people, trying not to I guess letting people get to you, so to speak, and uh,
5: right
1: yeah. that, uh, sorry. something that would be my advice. Since obviously they're not going to be able to afford therapy, but if it if they're like stuck living with this person, but they they feel uncomfortable. Like a lot of what you read, Maggie sounded like there was a lot of like, trauma-inducing things that happened when they were younger and those feelings exist now and there hasn't been any, like, physical abuse on the person as an adult. They just kind of need to, like, deal with things that happened in the past. And I feel like the way, and probably what Jackie is even talking about with her CODA program is, like, the only, I think the only way you get around that is when you're stuck in a situation where you have to live with them is like that is the person that they are and just kind of like let it roll off you right yeah I know you know
3: especially when I hear someone saying oh I mean this is a classic you know oh get over yourself get over like your anxiety and your depression and and people don't get over that very easily and and
2: Especially not right now.
3: The more that you say, exactly. The more that you say, oh, get over it, the more that it, it's just not going to happen. It's just not. It's just not.
0: Honestly, I mean, it's not exactly apropos of this, but they might be able to help you. There are a lot of resources right now because a very unfortunate result of this whole thing is that there are a lot of people who are basically stuck with their abusers right there's there's children with abusive parents there are wives with abusive husbands whatever there's a lot of people and and you can't get away from them right now i mean no. this isn't exactly that but honestly like i considering the yeah. mental state this and i do think it's a guy honestly only because think about it a a woman wouldn't be like my father hates me because I'm sensitive, right? I mean, this—that's why I think this is a guy. But um, okay, I—I I just think. I just think he could call, I mean, this is disturbing him to the point where he's not fucking eating. Like that's bad. And well, I, he doesn't want to eat
3: because he doesn't want to go make food. Is that right? No, I,
0: well, no, but I mean, this is, this is a bad situation. And I, I honestly think if he were to call one of the numbers that they're advertising for people who are in abusive situations to call, they would be able to help him. I don't think he should be embarrassed about calling one of them. Cause I mean, this yeah. is, I know it's not quite that, but like, it's, it's having a very severe negative effect on his mental and physical well-being, and I, yeah. I I don't think it would be. I also, I mean, I'm also wondering where the hell his mother is in all this. But if this guy is as bad as he sounds, the mother is the mother's not always helpful. I, helpful. She's yeah. often got her own issues, but um, yeah, yeah, I mean, she's got to deal he,
3: with the guy too. You know, I mean, she's he probably- could try to
0: talk to his mom, but I yeah, I mean, I the fact that he didn't even mention her makes me think that she's not helpful so
2: yeah so the reason I picked this one was in the comments someone suggested and linked to something called gray rocking and I had never heard of this before never heard and so of it. when I when I read it I was like oh this is amazing and this is something I've had to use with people like super toxic people in my life before and it is like empowering and so I do think it's really good advice because if you're dealing with like a manipulative or just completely toxic person gray rocking is just basically like you're not giving them anything you are a gray rock like you are not gonna react you're not gonna play into their thing like whatever it is you just are not gonna engage you will not rise to meet their crazy like I have a very crazy ex and for years he would just try to find any way to get under my skin and bother me or whatever, get any kind of reaction out of me, and I never responded, ever, ever, and, like, you know, 10 years later, he gave up, finally, but, like, you know, it was, it was very satisfying to know that, like, I'm not playing into your crazy, so I, I liked, I liked gray rocking, and, um,
1: so you were doing I gray rocking before that, it was that, called that, gray that, rocking. That, that being a dick isn't about the person who wrote in with like there's nothing that this right. person is going to do that's going to like get them approval from stepdad like in the scope of nope. like who they are so like stepdad being a dick is because stepdad has his uh, like probably his stepdad is a dick to him and like you don't you can either like absorb that or like you're saying with this gray rocking thing which I was thinking more of like for some reason I was envisioning a blanket moving back and forth, which means- I was imagined being wrapped in a gray yeah. blanket. Yeah, like a, and yeah, like oh I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better now. Yeah. Which, uh, I have
0: actually found myself rocking back and forth in my chair a lot lately while I'm working, which and I don't even notice I'm doing it. So, you know,
1: <laughs> we're not all we're not all great. We're not <laughs> I think the gray rocking and I love that expression I've never heard that expression it's so cool and like useful to be like I'm gray rocking you right now
5: (laughs) just
2: nothing like you can't control them you can't control what they're gonna do you can only control your own reaction and you know when you're 25 you don't you're not brimming with like self-confidence and poise yet but like you know at some point in life hopefully we get to this point where we're very secure with we know ourselves and are cool with ourselves and the outside haters like don't get to us as much like that you know you get there eventually in life and so what at 25 he may not be there but I, you know he can work on that and just, just easy, that. easy
5: steps
3: yes also another thing I thought of um, which I went to in the past, but I didn't feel as help. It was as helpful as CODA meetings were, but it's called NAMI or NAMI National Association of Mental Illness or something like that. And you can go and they have free, um, group, their group sessions. Um, I didn't like them as much, but you know, it helps. Every little thing helps. You guys just kind of just keep trying shit until, yeah. until yeah. you get the tools that you need to, yeah. to get, through some bullshit, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it sucks. If a letter writer... Finding an finding a online resource right now in the midst of all this.
0: Yeah, I mean, if this letter writer had written in and been like, my stepdad treats me this way, what should I do? And he was 25, you'd be like, do what you're doing, stay away from him, just like break off contact. Ooh, so, wow, I mean, that's you know? so awful. No, I mean, so it's a
1: tough thing right now. Like he doesn't have a choice and it really sucks. And it's, yeah. Um, One other but I,
2: strategy could be Go downstairs in the middle of the night when everyone's asleep. Make the next day's worth of food.
3: Oh, that's a (laughs) great idea.
2: Hide out in your room and fucking avoid them because this is we're all in survival mode. So do what you need to do. Or
3: if you can, like buy a small refrigerator and shop for yourself. I don't know.
2: Keep it cooler upstairs. Yeah.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Good advice, guys. Taryn, you're next on the agenda.
3: What are we going to hear from Taryn?
2: An old familiar song.
5: Woo!
1: I'll just get right to it, then.
5: <laughs> Under the arc of the weather steam boards, <laughs> ancient goblins and warlords come out the ground not making a sound. The smell of death is all around. And night when the cold wind blows, no one cares, nobody knows. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. I don't want to live my life again. To live my life again. (laughs) Fallen victor to the safe place. This ain't a dream, I can't escape. Molas and fangs, picking up bones, spirits moaning among tombstones and the night when the moon is bright someone cries something ain't right i don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery i don't want to live my life again i don't want to be buried a pet cemetery. I don't want to live my life again. The moon is full, the air is still. All of a sudden, I feel a chill flesh is rotting away, skeleton dance, I curse this day, and the night when the wolves cry out, listen close, you can hear me shout.
3: Very nice very nice lovely nice. very nice
1: you and i have been watching a lot of horror movies really anything really good uh we watched city of the dead last night which is an, a giallo so like an italian mm. 60s uh horror movie. Of- it was great <sighs> strongly recommend oh
3: gonna have to write that one down city yeah, of the dead
1: like some pretty good action like the end was pretty good I was I was I was very happy with it we got this um for like when the pandemic started this I hadn't heard of it before um but there's like a Netflix for horror movies called Shudder like-
3: yeah yeah Shudder with a d
1: yeah all right so we two for a free trial of that and he's like we got 30 days we gotta watch them all <laughs> <laughs> so we've been really motivating through them. Last night was idea. So I was like, oh, i Cemetery when I was looking through my notebook of all of my songs that I have. Good.
2: All right. Final question. Final request. Um, okay. Am I the asshole for buying my own food? What? days ago, I got some... Okay, wait. The reason I picked this was the spelling. Burrito. So I'm going to pronounce it. Phonetically, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a few days ago, I got some gross salaries for the house, and along with it was a bag of frozen burritos. I kind of feel a bit protective of them because they are, there are five people in this house, and a bag of eight wouldn't last very long. Unlike my mom, who still works and makes six figures, I don't have the income to sustain the appetites of everyone in the house at this point. Today, my, my mom saw me making one and she said, "Ah, when did you get burritos? A few days ago, in quotes, I was just thinking, oh, crap, she found out. Where are they? Can I have them? She got excited. Um, yeah, they're in the freezer. I was noticeably hesitant, but I was afraid to say no. That wasn't good enough, and she got really upset. God, you know, I buy all this food for people, and I never tell them they can't have it. In parentheses, a lie. She gets loads of candy for herself and is very clear about their ownership. I told her again yes you can have some and then like one of these faces where it's like the line and the line you know like "Mm," face (laughs) but she kept slamming on me for being selfish i want to stress i still buy groceries for the house like eggs milk and produce i also cook dinner on the reg i don't hoard the communal communal stuff but i wanted to keep a single bag of burritos for myself (laughs) i don't get to do that very often Am I the asshole? And then the top comment was, I mean this in the nicest way possible, but Jesus Christ, reading burritos repeatedly physically pained me. <laughs> and that was my feeling too. So I was like, we need to dish on this.
1: <laughs> no, wait,
3: this, this person, person lives you know,
1: with their are parents? They like, are they like 17? Yeah. They said that they they
0: have a job, though, and are expected to buy groceries, so I, fe- I feel like they're probably, like, early 20s. Sounds
2: guess. like a multi-generational household, you know? Mm-hmm. Lots of people, and, you know, very, like, a team effort on everyone's part to keep the household going, which is all good. But, yeah, you should be able to keep your burritos to yourself, like, yeah. you should be able to stick it and be like, this is my food for me, F off. Especially if your
0: mom is buying candy for herself, they'd be like, Mom, this is my candy. Come on. This is mine. It's tough. Well, man. you could put
3: a little post it on it that says, fuck yeah. off, don't eat this. Well, no, I
0: mean but her mom is saying like she shouldn't do that. Oh, Sorry. Uh, do
3: I don't know. Six figures and, and just say go buy your buy your own burritos. <laughs> burritos. Borritos.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, oh, mom, if you like them, like, I didn't realize that was something that you like. Like, I want to keep these for me. Maybe offer to pick up an extra sack of burritos and be like, these are my special burritos. And these are burritos for the people. Yeah, there
2: you go. You know, like- burritos for the people.
1: <laughs>
3: burritos I, the household burritos
1: maybe it's just the way maggie was
0: pronouncing it burritos i imagine that they're like southern and that's how they pronounce it so that's <laughs> how
2: they think it's spelled. burritos <laughs>
3: burritos.
2: <laughs> burritos
3: when i was younger i had a friend who moved who was here visiting and she was from england and she would always say a very proper burritos and then when we kind of made fun of her she said well at least i don't say it like burritos burritos, <laughs>
1: burritos. yeah english people like to talk shit about americans turning their t's into D's.
3: d's yeah that's yeah. what we do butter butter it's not butter it's butter
5: <laughs> butter
1: you know, they have their own whole host of problems so i just let them have that one yeah i'm not you know i still don't don't i'm sorry
2: yeah no they say weird things
1: (laughs)
3: aluminum
2: oh they just gloss over vowels in words literally yeah literally
0: instead of literally
3: but like what yeah i don't know if she's an asshole for buying her own burritos and saying these are uh, burritos
2: her mom's an asshole her mom sounds like yeah. like she has no boundaries and is yeah. manipulative and entitled i yeah, agree title come on like there's, i feel like that's really extreme like well in according to the story she said she begrudgingly said yeah you can have a burrito and then the mom still harped on her she mom she said thanks that's nice of you for sharing your burrito, because, the you mom. Know, no, you
1: don't want to, this but Maybe this person is staying like rent free, and the mom's like, "I want Fruit. to. Go. May I please have one? I gave you life, which, by the way, isn't a son- something a mother should really hold over their transactional. I'm giving you free Terrible. rent. Like, let's work on this burrito situation. Like, the I mom. Was, you I know, like, <clears> throat> throat> as you said, as you said before. Like,
5: kid isn't going on reddit
1: and being like oh well my mom who earns six figures very selfishly buys candy only for herself and won't let me have any candy ever if i want some but she tries to eat my burritos like i agree that it's important about like setting boundaries in a house like especially with your family in these kinds of situations but like let's cut the mom some slack here like there's two sides to every story the
0: mom comes off bad, but the letter writer comes off extremely immature, which makes yeah. me think she might not be painting the mom in the best light and maybe editorializing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Honest, the whole thing just illustrates how how kind of shitty this whole um quarantine
5: situation <laughs> is.
0: I mean even in the best of circumstances i mean even if you're in like a loving family it's you're gonna start getting annoyed with each other you're gonna start getting sick of each other shit's gonna come to the the surface you know it's it's tough times guys we're all doing our best
5: (laughs) don't touch my burrito (laughs)
0: burritos (laughs) my burritos burrito
1: Burrito. like i i don't know yeah i'm because i i had some similar like food boundary issues my dad would always eat my leftovers drove me fucking crazy
5: and, that sucks. So I,
1: and like and that became like an established rule like if those aren't your leftovers you don't eat them and like it was a family thing and like somebody and like to this day if somebody eats my leftovers like their head's gonna fucking roll like mm-hmm. you don't you don't do it and my dad had boundary issues he was like oh she's my child I can do whatever I want. Yeah. If you have no jurisdiction over these leftovers. You didn't pay for them. If anyone, if anyone has jurisdiction, it's my mom cuz like I would go out to dinner with her. So we had to have like a whole showdown about it and eventually <laughs> we came, like we came to a don't eat each other's leftovers agreement and everybody's happy now. But like that's the conversations that need to happen. Don't touch my burritos. Burrito. Every family needs to have the talk.
2: The burrito talk.
1: Yeah, or maybe i Boundary talk. Like, oh, if you want a burrito, I want four of your mini Snickers.
2: Mhm. Out.
1: I assume mini Snickers and like the small packets of peanut M and M's when I hear someone's hoarding candy because
2: that's that's what.
0: Halloween I candy. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Ooh, I see hey ukulele happening. I'm gonna take us out of this episode.
3: Take us out.
2: Ready.
1: Nice. oh thanks i know and some fingerless leather gloves
0: what With
5: gloves headset what? mic on yes. the drums Adam- <laughs> 2021 coming yeah. at you
0: look out world
1: <laughs> all right so i guess that wraps it up yeah wrap it up We're thank done. you for coming
0: to our talent show slash advice podcast um We will be back if you yourself have questions or if you would like to perform on our talent show, write to thefictitiousdishes at gmail.com. You can also check out all of our social media platforms. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, although we don't use it very much. Uh,
2: You could be in one of these squares with us. One
0: of these squares could be you. Your face. Um, Yeah, this is how we're going to be doing it for the foreseeable future. So
1: (laughs) subscribe follow
0: what do you say yep rate review and subscribe five stars five stars only five dishes. stars yes oh, where i'm not drinking um and yeah uh see you next time stay safe everybody Go to your elbow wear a mask <laughs> bye